On today's Smart 7, Labour scores double by election win, UK faces a Rishi session and lots more. It's Friday 16th of February, it's National Almond Day and happy birthday Christopher Ecclestone. The Smart 7. It's news but not for news. It's been a while since we heard Rishi Sunak mention his five pledges, probably because only one of them has been achieved. He's delivered lower inflation, but he's struggling to stop the small boats, definitely hasn't reduced NHS waiting lists, and isn't making much of a dent in debt either. So what about his pledge to grow the economy? Well, that took a hit on Thursday as the UK officially entered recession. It came after the economy shrank by 0.3% in the fourth quarter, officially triggering a recession as the July to September numbers had also been negative. But Chancellor Jeremy Hunt says we just need to hang in there. The most important thing that I can do to relieve pressure on families is to bring down that inflation rate. And that is why we need to stick to our guns and independent forecasts to say if we do that, uh, inflation will come down to its target. Labour's shadow chancellor Rachel Reeves says the UK is trapped in a spiral of economic decline. Rishi Sunak claims that he has a plan, but the plan is not working. He claims that the economy has turned a corner. He claims he doesn't want to take us back to square one, but we are going backwards. This weekend sees the annual Munich Security Conference, a gathering of world leaders, military leaders and guests, including the head of the FBI, Christopher Wray. Sir Keir Starmer is due to attend as his Foreign Secretary, Lord David Cameron, who's been having quite a week. He called out US lawmakers for failing to pass the Ukraine aid bill and in return got told off by MAGA Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene. He wasn't showing any willingness to kiss her ass on Thursday, though, as he visited Poland and reiterated his message that Europe is in a similar position to the 1930s and its allies need to stand together against Russia's dictator. Every country around the world will be watching to say, these Western countries, are we reliable allies? When we say we're going to back you, when we say you're right to defend your borders, are we with you, not just today and tomorrow and for months, but are we with you until your aggressor has lost. And to reinforce the current climate of chaos, there was a message for the US and UK from the Houthi rebels who warned through ITV News that they have no intention of backing down from their Red Sea campaign and would like to go further. Today, we are targeting the US and UK wherever our hands can reach. If we had rockets and warplanes that could reach deep into the US and UK, of course we would hit them without hesitation. As long as they are attacking Yemen, this is a legitimate right for Yemen. Thursday saw voters head to the polls in two more by-elections. Both seats had been Tory majorities of 18,000 in Wellingborough and 11,000 in Kingswood. But even before the polls closed, the Tories were sounding nervous. Wellingborough's by-election came after a successful recall petition for Tory MP Peter Bone, while Kingswood MP Chris Skidmore quit the government in protest over new oil and gas licences. Early Friday morning saw Labour score a double victory as they won both seats. Damien Egan won in Kingswood with a 10% margin, but it wasn't as dramatic as the victory in Wellingborough. Jen Kitchen's win overturns a seat that has been Tory for 19 years, and the swing in votes, which was the second biggest in post-war history, puts Labour on track for a major general election win. Winning candidate Kitchen says the nation is ready for change. People here are patriotic and hopeful for our country, and they care about our community. But they know that our roads aren't fit to drive on, getting our child a doctor's appointment can seem impossible, and that they are paying more and getting less. Today, they said 
enough is enough. It seems like Donald Trump spends more time in court than at his election rallies these days, and sure enough, he was back in a New York court on Thursday morning for a hearing in a criminal case. This time it's on charges of election interference for paying off adult actress Stormy Daniels with so-called hush money before the 2016 election. He's also due in court on Friday for a judgment in the New York fraud case, which could see him fined hundreds of millions of dollars. The hush money judge rejected a bid from Donald to throw out the case and it's now proceeding to jury selection and a potential March 25th court date, much to Donald's annoyance. This case could have been brought three years ago. There is no case. What it is is election interference. It's being run by Joe Biden's White House. This is a terrible time for our country. This is a real dark period for our country. Still to come on today's Smart 7, Tiger returns and Florence stands Christopher Walken right after this. Welcome back. This weekend sees the Genesis Invitational Golf Tournament taking place in the Riviera Country Club in California. You could be forgiven for wondering why that's important. It's certainly not one of the major events in the golfing calendar as the third PGA event of the year. The reason it's getting headlines is that it's hosted by Tiger Woods and it also marks his return to the PGA Tour for the first time since he had to pull out of the Masters last year. He's had major ankle surgery and with the Masters in Augusta in April, he's excited to be back on the course. He finished day one at one over par eight shots off the lead. As far as the love, the love. I still love competing. I love playing. I love being a part of the game of golf. This is a game of, of a lifetime and I don't ever want to stop playing. This week saw the London premiere of Dune 2, the epic science fiction series from director Denis Villeneuve. The first movie had plenty of star power with Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya, but the sequel has cranked up the fame levels even higher. Austin Butler, Florence Pugh, Christopher Walken and Leah Seydoux have all pulled on their leather jumpsuits and hopped into the sandpit. The movie's been haunted by online gossip that the main cast can't stand each other, but Florence Pugh popped up on the one show and had nothing but good things to say about working with the legendary Christopher Walken. The sheer amount of talent of casting crew is just, it makes you want to do your best every single day. Yeah. And then of course I get to work with this legend yeah. who I have looked up to since I was tiny and I think you're just in that really special situation where you just absorb everything you can from every, every single day. There's a new series on the way from the author of Big Little Lies and Nine Perfect Strangers, Leanne Moriarty. This time the drama revolves around a family, their secrets, a missing mother and plenty of tennis. It's got an all-star cast with Annette Benning, Sam Neill, Alison Brie and Jake Lacey amongst others. It's a seven-parter, and the first episodes drop on Peacock from March 14th. Something bad has happened to Mom. I've left five messages. If she's not returning our calls or texts, it's because she can't. What are you doing in Mom's room? Hey, Slogan, we need to talk. You're not going to believe this. I have a confession. You are an emotional chaos sinkhole, Amy, and I'm sick of it! Here we go. Strap it. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world.